Welcome to Independent Americans. Welcome to a special episode 268. I'm your host, Paul Rykoff. My kids are on winter break this week, so so am I. I'm taking a break to get out of the city, and I'm going to get some fresh air and some nature, but I still want to bring you an episode to help you stay vigilant. So here it is, a very special episode of Independent Americans coming in hot for winter break, and I will be back next week with a new conversation and an all-new episode. Stay vigilant. Powered by Righteous Media. Welcome to Independent Americans, and welcome to a special extra episode. I'm your host, Paul Rykoff. I'm going to share with you a piece that I just wrote with John Opdyke, president of Open Primaries, an ally and friend in this independent movement. It posted recently on Smirconish.com and touches on the core of what's happening in America involving independence and what's happening in the future. The title is, Will Anyone Listen to Independence After New Hampshire? By John Updike and Paul Rykoff. Independent voters, like the two of us, played a powerful role in the New Hampshire primary, driving support for Nikki Haley and Dean Phillips. Neither won, but both overperformed and showed the challenges that both Trump and Biden will face this November if they are indeed the Democratic and Republican nominees. Could 2024 finally be the year in which independent voters get some respect? Or will we continue to suffer the same fate as Rodney Dangerfield in a political culture driven by partisan actors with unlimited budgets and powerful algorithms? The coverage of the 2024 race should focus on independence, and there's signs that that may happen, because we will be the difference makers. Just a few thousand of us in one or two swing states could be what tips this historic election. That's exactly what happened in the midterms, where independent voters broke with historical precedent and favored the president's party. We broke for candidates like Senators John Fetterman in Pennsylvania, Raphael Warnock in Georgia, and Mark Kelly in Arizona. And that doesn't mean that independents are now solidly in the Democratic camp, however. Far from it. We also broke for Republican Senator Brian Kemp in Georgia and Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida. But many pundits have not caught on. They continue to relate to independents as inconsequential leaners, but... There are simple, undeniable facts. Independents are the largest and fastest-growing segment of the electorate. 49% of veterans are independent, 52% of Hispanics, 52% of young people, and 30% of African Americans. Voters registering as independents are surging in red and blue stakes alike. And we are now the largest group of voters in states as diverse as Alaska, Oregon, North Carolina, Massachusetts, and Arizona. There is a massive exodus taking place in our country from both parties. Conservatives, liberals, libertarians, socialists, and millions more who think ideological ladles themselves are outdated are declaring their independence from the two-party system. It's happening. The why is almost self-evident, which is not an excuse for the media to ignore the trend. Independence, 
more than any other segment of the electorate, are tired of the culture of partisanship that dominates national politics and political media. We vote, and when we do, we may have preference for one party over the other, but we despise how they function. We desire a different political environment, one where disagreement is not converted into division, one where problem-solving can flourish and honesty is rewarded. But whereas New Hampshire celebrates their independent voters and independent culture, the rest of the country and the national media do not, which is unfortunate. Because if it did, America wouldn't be sleepwalking toward a dreaded rematch between Trump and Biden. Our country needs its independence. The time has come to give us space on the stage and stop ignoring or denigrating us. That means letting us vote in primaries in every state. Letting us sit on boards of election. Giving the administration of the entire electoral process over to the independents. It might go a long way to restoring trust in outcomes if partisans weren't staffing the polls and counting the votes. And stop calling independent candidates spoilers. Listen to what we are saying about the sorry state of our political discourse. We are America's electoral conscience and its future. The more America elevates independent voters, the stronger America will be. We can help navigate thorny policy questions, get things done for the people, and avoid scorched-earth partisan warfare. Independent is not an identity. It's an anti-identity. It's a deliberate challenge to the toxic division of partisans who pay the bills by inventing new and more powerful ways to divide the country. That doesn't necessarily mean independents are in the middle or neutral. Far from it. We share policy views with Rand Paul and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. We are conservatives and we are liberals. We are moderates and we are radicals. What it means is that there are 100 million patriotic Americans who want to make a change and get the country out from under the control of a two-party regime that is committed to ripping us apart. The time has come to listen to us. 2024 is the year and not just in New Hampshire. If you are feeling what I just put down, be sure to subscribe to Independent Americans wherever you're listening right now. And check out more at independentamericans.us. And I'll bring you special episodes throughout this election year and into the future. And invite others to declare their independence and join us. And stay vigilant, my friend, because eternal vigilance is the price of freedom. And know that you are not alone in your vigilance. We are all vigilant, and we're all in this together. I'm your host, Paul Rykoff. Thank you for listening. Stay vigilant, America. Righteous Media.